I'm Steph McKenna. And I'm Donald Reese. And we're pretty good friends. We love true crime, or so we thought. Turns out most true crime cases are far too complicated, and we don't have that kind of time, energy, or focus. But petty crimes performed by hilariously awful perpetrators are just our scenes. So why not dig deep and pick out some of our favorite ridiculous crimes and the dumb criminals who attempted them, mostly for us, but also for you. Each week, Steph and I will break down and discuss two very real petty crimes. We will then try to wrap our heads around why they were committed in the first place and how the f*** these people thought they could ever get away with them. Here's what we're sleuthing about today. Oh, here we are with a new episode of the Petty Crimes Podcast. Steph, are you there? Yeah, I'm here! Hi, Donald! <laughs> Hi, Steph. How's it going? Oh, pretty darn good, Donald. How are you going? Oh, good. I'm tired. Um, oh, but yeah. I know it's only been a week, but I- I've missed you so much. What's going on? Uh, what, uh, uh, what's going on? You know, every every week I know you're going to ask me this question, yeah. and usually I think of it ahead of time tonight. Not so much. Oh. Other than I can tell you that. Um, so I, I happen to be uh, home alone tonight because Holly's hanging out with some friends in a park tonight. Oh, um, so I've taken to like just walking around my house and singing. But I don't oh, know if you can oh, tell by my voice. Great. I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I was just so enthusiastic about singing that I actually <laughs> think I overdid it because oh, my yeah. voice is a bit tired right now. No, your voice sounds great. Oh, perfect. But isn't yeah, I, do, great, I don't hear the scratchiness. Yeah. Isn't that a great problem to have, Donald? It is. And it makes me think, number one, you have a beautiful singing voice. So I'm a little jealous. And at the same time, I wouldn't want to be your neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, neighbors. Yeah. I don't know if they hear me. I feel I feel like they are the kind of neighbors that would be like, oh, Steph, I hear you all the time. And we yeah. laugh about it. But they haven't said anything yet. But I also haven't asked them. So who knows? I'm super cautious about that. Like even, I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love dancing. Uh, yeah. I think people would be surprised by that because I think I come across as like serious and uptight, but like my form of exercising is to dance. Like I'll just lock myself in a room and dance and I'm terrified the neighbors can hear the sounds. Um, so I like make sure to wear like thick socks and everything. You know, it's really funny. As you were saying that, there was a weird noise that came off and, and uh, <laughs> um, it, I think you just moved in your seat or maybe you hit your microphone or something. But oh. Uh, oh. folks, it... he, what, he wasn't being rude. He was just moving in his seat, okay? No, I think it was my microphone. I'm gonna watch for that. I do often hear like little weird sounds during our podcast. I, yeah, I also hear them. They go like. Yeah, and I assume it's just you. Well, I assume it's just you. Oh, well, Monday we'll find out there was a third party all along, and that'll be. <laughs> Ooh, but Steph, I have a, have a thing. Next week, we will not start with banter about uh, our week. I am going to instead ask you. Uh, no, I'm not even going to tell you. It's very exciting, folks. You should listen next week. Um, <laughs> now, Steph, what, what is the name of your crime this week? The name of my crime this week is Tight Squeeze. Ooh, Tight Squeeze. What's hmm. yours, Donald? I'm still thinking about tight squeeze. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean in terms of trying to figure out your case. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. No, mine is called, Is There Such a Thing as Too Pretty? Um, oh. And, and you know what I, I found a challenge this week is I've been finding stuff that I do find interesting. Uh, yeah. But it's not necessarily um, uplifting, right? There's a lot of petty crimes that could just be sad or 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 frustrating right like i was just reading about um 
a, a flight attendant that was like punched in the face uh, and oh, lost no, her teeth no. because she she asked somebody to put their tray table up. And and I wanted to talk about it because I feel like that is a small crime that we should talk about. But it's not positive. It, it's not uplifting. Um, Jeez. Jeez. And I guess the extent of it is like, put up your tray table. Well, um, also, like, don't be a rude dude and act so violently. <laughs> what the hell, people? Yeah. Do better. Or or a woman, in a, she went into a McDonald's and she wanted three, I guess in the States they have a slushy. Like, we don't have slushy at McDonald's here. And she wanted all three flavors in one and they couldn't do it. So she went behind the counter, tried to do it herself, and then started beating up the employees. <laughs> Yeah, which, hey, I mix those Slurpees. I think you should be allowed to do that. Uh, I think so, too. Do you um, do you ever do that crazy thing of putting all the different sodas in your soda? Or do you not drink soda? I don't know what you do. It's high from tequila. No, I'm kidding, you don't drink tequila. I, I do if it's agave. Um, I, I'm a very uh, pure, I'm a purist when it comes to my food, when it comes to when I'm drinking. I like, <laughs> if, if I'm having a Coca-Cola, I want a Coca-Cola and that's it. Don't like go mixing oh. all that shit in my, in my drink. Oh. I do not like that. I do I'm not, like I, a 90% Diet Coke and then 10% root beer. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. I don't I go fancier than that, but just a little, yeah, just a little like I got, cause it's my way of being like, I got the diet drink, but I also got something else. <laughs> I, also, I also have some fun and taste in there. Yeah. I feel like now that we've talked about it, I, I have no time to talk about my week. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I oh, we got carried no, but, away again. Take that, but aspartame. <laughs> but I'm also kidding because I I don't I, I'm like you. I knew I was going to ask you the question, and then I figured while you were talking, I would figure it out. And then instead, I was engrossed in your story. And, I mean, I'm very interesting. You, my goodness, you are. <laughs> um, I think it's just nice that summer's out, right? And the weather yeah, is nice, and it's and, so and, nice, and the air smells so good and flowery. It does. You don't have allergies, do you? Uh, I do, but they're not acting up this year. And, oh, that's good. I, I, was, I thought it was going to be a tougher allergy season for people. Well, I don't know. It isn't for me. Not for you. Well, hey, let's take it. Um, I feel like we have really good cases this week, so we should get right to it. Let's get to it, Donald. We'll see you in a bit, listeners. I guess we'll hear you in a bit. You'll hear us in a bit. <laughs> And we're back. That's right. It's me, Donald Rees, and Tight Squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's my story. Oh, listeners, I was going to say that uh, st- during the break, Steph threw her allergies, like the allergies she hasn't been getting, she gave to me, and I had a sneezing fit. And then I said something really clever that related to my story title and his name. So, hence his clever punnery coming back into this segment. Oh my God, we're so on it today. Okay, Steph, the mic is yours. Hello, Mike. Thank you for being mine. <laughs> okay, the tight squeeze. Um, so this took place in Lakeland, Florida in June of 2017. Okay. Um, so, okay, this is the sort of thing that you might not believe unless you see it for yourself. But fortunately, or maybe not so fortunate for William Jason Hall, it was all captured on the store security cameras. Donald, any guesses? about tight squeeze and we're in florida first of all you've just given me carte blanche um, it <laughs> florida, can be so many things florida tight squeeze um uh, 2017 this is right after i think trump was elected something uh, caught on security cameras caught on, and he was trying to squeeze so i'm assuming 
No. Wow. I wish I was more creative. So tight, squeeze. So <laughs> I feel like was he trying to steal something inside? Like he was trying to hide it under his shirt or something, or into his bag, and it was too small. Like that's where I'm gonna go with my guess. Ah, nice. Like, I'm assuming. Mike. I'm assuming it's burglary. <laughs> I enjoy the way you just said that. Yes, as oh, many God. syllables as possible. Yep. Did you catch that, everyone? He opened up his mind palace, and boom, he's pretty close <laughs> to what my story is. Oh. What it? What is my story? Okay, here's the story. Um. Bum, okay. Bum, bum. So. According to the Polk County Sheriff's Office, the theft occurred on the afternoon of June 6, 2017, at a 7-Eleven in Lakeland, Florida, which we've already said. Um, so, Detective Phil Ryan was parked outside of the store when he said he looked in through the store window and saw Hall engaging in some strange activity. Um, that strange activity? Drum roll, please! I don't know. <laughs> Special Donald drum roll. Yeah. It's like a cartoon. He's uh, Rugrats from the yeah. 90s. I love it. Well, the 38-year-old man was stuffing bottles of motor oil down his oversized pants. Now, Donald, picture yourself stuffing a big-ass pair of pants with motor oil. How many mm. bottles do you think you could fit in there? Mm. Wow, I like that. <laughs> oh my god. How many bottles? First of all, how big is motor <laughs> This goes to my thing that I don't know how to drive stuff. Uh, how, big, how big is a motor oil? Well, that's why this, you know, how big is a motor oil? <laughs> is hilarious. it like olive oil? I don't know. Well, that's how, that's why, you know, this is even more fun for me. Uh, yeah. quart, quart sized. Okay. Now, a better question. What, how big is a quart? Actually, let me get my. So let's see. How many? Donald, just are, give me a number. <laughs> how many cups are in a quart? Because uh, I know how much a cup is. It, carry four, the carry the two. <laughs> four cups. Four cups. So you say so four cups, right? I, I don't know. You just math one, out one on your quart, own there, bud. One quart. So you think he stuffed one bottle of motor oil down? Oh no 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 no! If it's four cups, I would say he could fit six. <laughs> He stuffed 15 quart-sized oh. bottles of Pennzoil motor oil down That's a good his brand. pants. Yeah. Okay, so now the officer, the detective, went on to say, I watched Mr. Hall go on to drop several movies from the shelf onto the floor, bend down, stack the movies one on top of another, pick them up, and also slide them into his pants. Oh. <laughs> Which brings me to my next question. Donald. Yes. So you already have 15 bottles of motor oil down your pants. Yes. How many DVDs do you figure you can you, you have room for in there? Are they in their boxes? Yes, they are. Oh. oh, oh! I'm confused. Oh, okay, first of all, I just have to stop for a second. So, what kind of store is he in? Is it like a Walmart? Oh, 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. They they sell all. motor oil. They sell DVDs. Okay, because um, I was confused about like what hardware store he was at. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna get because now I don't know how much room is left in there. I'll say 20 as a number. Ooh, you're pretty close. The okay. answer is 30. Oh yeah. So okay, so Paul then waddles. Sheesh. He, he waddles like a duck out of the store, and the detective, who's sitting in the car watching this all happen, says to himself, Self, I think I'll arrest him. Mm. Um, and the detective walks Hall back into the store, where he proceeds to empty his hall 
Get it? Uh, 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 <laughs> clever, clever. Um, um, of of you know, fifteen bottles of Penn's oil, motor yeah. oil, and thirty treasure hunt DVDs. Oh, and in case in case Wait, you're wondering, they're all the same DVD. Uh, yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, in case you in case you're wondering how he managed to like you know not lose his pants or not have anything fall out of it um he tucked yeah, the ends curious. he tucked the ends of them into large work boots so everything he was wearing was oversized to allow him to do that mm. that makes much more sense i was trying to figure out how like when you're asking me about how much oil he could fit i'm like well if i put a thing of oil in my pants it's just gonna come out the the, the leg right <laughs> no yeah. no no he he thought this through not that enough. I still feel like you'd want to tape it. Like that's not enough to tuck it in. What if what if something moves? I, I I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. He managed to waddle out. If the detective hadn't hadn't been there, like who knows, right? Yeah. Um. So he was then given a charge of petite theft, uh, which oh, is a, a misdemeanor. But because this was his third offense. For a small theft, his charge was upgraded to a felony. Oh, that can happen. <laughs> so what I will do, I will leave you with the detective's words of wisdom shared with our criminal. And I'm not sure why, but I picture him saying this as he's cuffing him. And I know it took place in Florida, so the accent probably won't track, but um, just bear with me. Okay. You're going to do a Florida accent? I, I, I'm just going to do, <laughs> it's just how I hear this officer saying. Mm -hmm. um, so he says, Mr. Hall. The next time you decide you need some motor oil at the last minute and some last minute gifts, please pay for them. That guy in the car outside just may very well be a plain clothes detective. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> uh, man, I, sorry, I, I just no. got a comment. I got my, my words got tripped up and I wish they hadn't because I, I heard this so clearly in my head and I laughed at myself thinking about it. Uh, you know what, Steph? That is the perfectionist in us. We know <laughs> we know that a, a mistake in a sentence screws up the whole delivery. It really does. But yeah. um, so so this is if you look up this crime, if you look up this crime, uh, you know, like Florida man <laughs> yeah. uh, stuffs motor oil and DVDs down his pants. You could actually see the video, and you could <laughs> you could see the whole thing play out. Um, oh, I want to do that now. It's quite amusing. I'm okay. Goodbye. I'm gonna watch it now. No, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, go uh, watch it. Go watch it, and we'll come right back. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a very short clip. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, they're gonna miss my fascinating tale. Uh, it is short. Short. Okay. Sounds good. So we'll take a little break. Go watch that video, and then uh, come back for my 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 intriguing his, his, case. His 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 his. <laughs> we'll be right back. Bye. Oh, Donald, hello again. Oh, hello, Steph. How are you? Oh, well, listeners, hello again. <laughs> hello, oh, everyone. Hello. <laughs> they can't oh, hello, speak Steph. To us. How are you? I cannot. I cannot. I'm sorry. Which one of our listeners is that? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe. Oh, oh, okay, no. No, Steph, don't go off on a tangent. It is time for Donald's story. So kind, especially because we all know at this point that that your stories are better than mine, and um, so I I'm say that. so I'm going rogue now with all of them. Like I had the adult one <laughs> the week before, and uh, that's just how it's going to be. You're going to be the quality, and I'm just going to be the the, the <laughs> loose cannon, the loose cannon. So I figured the only way to compete with you now is I'm going out of time. Uh, so we're going to the 19th century. 
Okay, damn. So I really enjoyed this article, but there's parts of it that swear. So it's written by a fantastic website, but I need to kind of peruse it as we read it. Okay. Um, but so we're going to go to the 19th century and we're, li- we're going mm-hmm. to Sweden, Ooh. Um, which is lovely and expensive, but maybe it wasn't back then. I don't know. And we're, we're looking at a character named Pilt Karen Ur's daughter. Um, I'm guessing Pilt is a, a woman's name. It's a story about a woman. So, uh, but we're going to call her Ur's daughter for the, for the rest of the story. Okay. Um, and she is the criminal that we are, we are focused on here, okay? Um, so, born in the early 19th century, Ur's daughter's upbringing was remarkably humble for a woman um, who, uh, well, I don't want to give that away just yet. Um, <laughs> she, she was a milkmaid by trade. Oh, um, she, would, she would bottle and sell milk in the Swedish county of Dalarna. Oh, I love that narrative and picture. It's so beautiful. Right? You can picture her wearing the blue and yellow kind of apron. and yeah. It's like, it's like that scene from Oliver, you know, the woman selling the roses and yes. everybody's... Oh, okay. that, is the, that is the picture they painted and it's beautiful. I'm so um, sorry for interrupting. Please no, take no, me back to... No, no, this is to... what we, you should interrupt me with your beautiful uh, interruptions. <laughs> um, take me back to 1800s <laughs> in Sweden. Yes, go. that's right. Um, anyway, she would have been kept her whole life toiling away in obscurity if not for a bizarre Swedish tradition where local milkmaids would be sent to Stockholm to guide boats down a river. Um, mm-hmm. I really wish I knew more <laughs> about that. Like specific? Um, that's funny. Yeah, like we need the milkmaids to be sent up to Stockholm um, like I don't uh, to guide ships who knows I don't yeah. know yeah uh, sounds Swedish I've been to Sweden and there's a lot of things that confuse me um, but here's the thing Ur's daughter who was said to have a remarkably petite and slender build was deemed unsuitable for the backbreaking task of pointing a river pointing at a river um, <laughs> and instead she was told to sell milk in downtown Stockholm Oh, God. Um, and she found that difficult because people kept uh, looking at her because she was so pretty. Um, and in oh, fact, yeah, it must be real hard. <laughs> well, we have this problem, you and I, all the time. Um, <laughs> but in fact, it got so bad that it was causing traffic jams. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, and so she was arrested. Uh, <laughs> she was arrested. Yeah, she was arrested for the crime she, of being too good looking. <laughs> she was too good looking. Everyone yeah. would stare, but she was the problem. She was the problem. Um, uh, <laughs> history repeats itself again and again and again. Jesus it's a Christ, big problem. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> so anyway, so she's the criminal. That's the criminal she, and that's the crime. Is it, Yes, there is such thing as too pretty. Um, is there? I, I guess so. Um, in in nineteenth century Sweden, yeah, maybe. back then, nowadays, you but, get away with it. But even then, you can, I, oh no, that <laughs> made me so mad. Is there such thing as too pretty? No. Is there such thing as too gawky? Absolutely. Yes. Well, and then it gets really interesting because so her daughter was left off. Uh, she she um she let off. She didn't get to, like she was arrested, but she wasn't charged. Um, okay. and she went back to selling milk, uh, but. Uh, News of her traffic stopping uh, only like fueled her um, like notori- notoriety, notoriety, you know. Sure. Um, and well, that's then it all says those words. even the prince of or prince of Sweden kind of wanted to get with her, and she turned him down. Um, but she then turned into like a traveling curiosity, like I guess like a, you know like the freak shows of back in the day. Oh, what the hell? That's so weird. And I guess she made a lot of money doing that. So I, I guess it. She was clearly very pretty. It's quite how pretty the thing. And as you read on more, Ur's daughter had she actually had a disease called cowpox, 
<laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what it did is it actually made you have like perfect skin. Like it was kind of the opposite of smallpox or made you immune to smallpox. Yeah. What? Yeah. So I took it. I know I still didn't beat you, but hey, I took you down a weird road. Hey, what a, I have so many emotions right now. But it wasn't sad. <laughs> I didn't have well, to be a sad one, I guess. No, it wasn't, it wasn't sad. It got, it got angry, but now I'm just confused and, and curious. Yeah. Well, I'm happy that she turned it into a positive thing. Yeah, um, same. You go, girl. You, you go, right? You, go you turn these up. things into op- Ur's daughter. What were you calling? Ur's daughter. Ur's daughter. <laughs> Who's Ur? <laughs> you go, Ur's daughter. Oh, you. You show that 19th century what's up. And that totally feels like a, a crazy Swedish crime. My, my mother-in-law, like she, she talks about the day that they switched Sweden from driving on the right side of the road to the left side of the road. Oof. And like all the kids hung out in the town square at midnight because they wanted to see the first accident. <laughs> I feel like I've seen old black and white pictures of that exact yeah. thing. Yeah, but that was a thing. So I feel like this this woman causing trouble at an intersection, of, I go, or whatever an intersection would have been. Wait, hold on, 19th century, they didn't have cars. Oh. What kind of tra- what kind of traffic jam is? <laughs> well, like horse horse and buggy, a buggy jam. I guess so. Buggy I guess jam. I am now questioning this article. That sounds right. Oh well, if it if it isn't true, it's a very well written, believable thing. I guess so, but that's you can't trust everything you read on the internet. Oh, Steph, I know it's not a competition, but you keep winning. <laughs> I, what do you mean? What do you mean? You get good stories. What's your sources? Uh, Google. Yeah, what do you type in? Donald, uh, so, cars. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I just didn't she won't give it. She wrong. won't give away her, her thing. I didn't want to get this wrong, but there were definitely cars, like, early cars in the late 1800s. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So that's what you were doing. That's why you... <laughs> this is this says a lot about our multitasking. So clearly <laughs> you decided to research while you were talking. And instead your I'm, mouth was just coming out with what you were typing. Hey, I'm a, I'm a woman. Of course I can multitask. Of course you can. Just can't of control course. the mouth. <laughs> What's my... No, honestly, all I do is like I... If, if I have something in mind yeah. um, for that week, like I do for next week. I'm very excited about next week because I... Oh. Anyway... Any hooser. But if I get something in mind, I'll like kind of type that in and see if there's any related yeah. crimes to that. But often it's just a rabbit hole of of me searching through these crimes and be like, ah, you know, that's sad. That's a little lame. That's, you know, doesn't yeah. have interesting pull facts. Um, we, we do. Like, like this is the best of what I came up with this week. Um, well, it's very good. I yes. very much enjoy it. But I'm it. just saying we do edit and filter and try to come up with the best thing we can. Yes. Um, and again, I, I have to say that I learned something this week, and that is that there are four cups in a quart. <laughs> <laughs> and that it is possible to um, be too attractive, turn mm. heads, and still you're the problem. Right? Oh, tell me about it. It's been my problem for years. When uh, will it end? When will <laughs> it end? Okay, Steph, we'll be back in a moment. Well, folks, that was our episode this week. Hilarious. Eye-opening. Maybe a little depressing. Ugh, people, do better. You can be better. It's, it's what Steph says to me after every episode. Look, whether you're running a marathon or robbing a Krispy Kreme, you should always strive to do your best. Hold your head up high. I mean, you'll have to do that anyway in your mugshot, right? Join us next week on... The Petty Crimes Podcast. Podcast.